Voice to Space, episode 19. Tech White, aka Johnny Pipes, The Cynic, aka Tommy Frank. It's about as good as an intro as I can do, because I don't care. You've been with us for 18 episodes, then you'll be with us for 19, which is about how many listeners we have. What do you think, Tommy? What should we do to make the intro better? I have no idea. But 19, so we went up. That's that's a big deal, dude. Let's see. Let's check. Let's let's do a live count of of the previous episode. We'll 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 check the stats here. Check the stats. 18. 18. 4. Uh yeah, well this doesn't really count like our moms and dads and stuff. 18. It's Which moving. Means they don't know how to get on podcasts. Yeah, they think it's on the Facebook or something along those lines. Anyway, we are back with you for another week of bullshit. Casual conversation. People you don't like. You can uh, call and participate in the show if you want. 727-416-0613. So leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. You can... Uh, Send us an email, techwipeatprotonmail.com. We'll read it. Why not? So, I used to have one of those Proton Mail emails. I don't remember what it is. Uh, I think it's like the cynic at protonmail.com, something like that. I don't know. You have to check it. Just send it to me and I'll make sure it gets to them. How about that? You'll get it. You'll get it. Well, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious because I have the stupid app on my phone and I don't remember what my username or password is. So why don't you just reset it? Did you not link it to anything that you do know how to get into? Nope. Well, then you're SOL. That'll happen. So do you have anything burning on your mind this week? Yeah, football season ended today. <laughs> Already, you didn't even make it. You make it two weeks with the elite quarterback in Joe Flacco. Yeah, man. It was, I, from what I hear, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with Zach Wilson or how long he's going to be out, but you get the stellar Joe Flacco instead for a while. I kind of feel bad for your uh, your yeah, third dude, year like, head like, coach. I'm I am so happy that I'm not a Broncos fan. I did not because watch the game last night, but I did read a, a lot of analysis of it and I did see a lot of people were making fun of it. Uh I saw the clips of Peyton Manning on the Manning cast trying to call a timeout for them. Mhm. And um yeah, I do feel bad for for Broncos fans a little bit. But then again, like I'm not a I'm not a Seahawks fan either. I kind of actually got a little tired of their fans when I was in town, when I lived there. So it doesn't make me upset if Seahawks lose. I was, I was rooting for them in 2013 ish when, well, when they, the year they won, I was, I was rooting for them just because they're the Buccaneers 
expansion sisters. We came this, into the league the same time. And so we got the Super Bowl before they did, so it was nice to get them one. And then their fans just became obnoxious, and I got tired of it real quick. So really that was a lose-lose situation. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yo, so I got in. I, I got into my Proton Mail. Do you know they do voicemails? What on Proton Mail? Yeah, you get a notification. It says voice, and it says you have an unread message for one minute and thirty-five seconds. So someone sent you an audio email. Yes. All right. Well, you're you have more fans than I do. I've never gotten one of those. I have no clue who the number is. I don't even. We're six five zero area code. Well, let's find out. This is what we do: real time analysis on this show. Let's see. Uh, so that's in the North Bay. It's in the San Francisco area. It's probably the part that fell off. So just oh, look yeah, the number I don't up. Know anybody up there? Just look the number up. It's probably a probably a spam message. Wonder if it's like your your funny one that you got last week. Uh, you know what, Carl Carl Booker is probably branching out. Speaking Definitely. of uh, speaking of voicemails, you want to hear one? Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, I just opened up me uh, one of these uh, La Beer Fina Deluxe. It's a premium lager beer. Is uh. 600 years old, they say, right here on the label. Uh, it's uh, the USA under strict vision of a bum master from Belgium or some other uncompromising country. It says here, um, the general said uh, shouldn't drink during birth defects and Impairs ability to operate during health problems. And, uh, son of a bitch, 11.2 Florida ounces. I don't know what the hell a Florida ounce is, but it's pretty good. So, y'all fellas have a good day. Get her done. All right. So, the voice, uh, the, the caller ID on that says Hunter, so we'll just call him Hunter Gatherer. That, that was a voicemail from Hunter Gatherer. Sounds like he was hunting for the back of the fridge after that voicemail. This is all I heard. Well, the way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just mountain talk. <laughs> that's that's all I heard right there. <laughs> what kind of beer was that? Uh, you know what? Uh, the transcript did not do a very good job of catching that. 600-year-old beer. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I, think it's, I think it went bad. We'll do. We'll do a little um, transcript analyst uh, uh, analysis here. It says, "Well, comma, I just hope not, Leah. One of these beer fine at Deluxe. It's a premium lager bear, like lager, as in like you're cutting down trees, and bear like an animal. This is all the transcript. <laughs> like, this is this is the transcript, like." 
the, the, the um, Google voice cannot figure out what hunter gatherer is actually saying, you know, because it just is like, well, the way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know. It's a mountain talk. <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate the part about uh, the Florida ounces because I do like my beer in, in Florida ounces, uh, not fluid ounces. Those aren't, those aren't as good. The Florida ounces are where to, you know, that that's the way you go. And, and did you know in Florida that you can't buy 40-ounce beers? You can't play Edward 40 hands in Florida. You have to play Edward 32 hands because you can only get quarts. Deuce deuce? Yeah. Or deuce deuces? Yeah. Because um, I remember when I was like a young whippersnapper and first getting into alcohol and everything was cool and, you know, you wanted to be the guy that drank like the grossest beer for the cheapest amount of money. So, you, you know, you could get your little patch like you like in the boy scouts or something and so you'd go and buy the old english 800 or whatever for 32 ounces or um the kind that was at the 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 corner market was a uh, silver thunder silver thunder was i think a buck 25 for a 32 ounce there you go and and then you had the the jinko jeans with them big ass back pockets so you could fit the 40 in there yeah well and you can hook it up to your chain like you just tie it to your chain wallet and then you just fish it up whenever you want to drink but you remember those, right? Like with the, the back pockets so big you could fit a, a, a small person in them? Exactly. And then when you put your legs together, it looked like you were wearing a skirt that like your librarian would wear. I wonder if somebody did that, like like just randomly got like two little people and put them in their back pockets and walked around New York City. <laughs> that uh, don't give anybody ideas because I have a feeling these things are going to be coming back here soon. The little person delivery agency. Safe subway rides for little people. <laughs> Climb up in the back pocket, pal. Uh, Hunter Gatherer actually sent us an email to uh, to accompany his uh, his voicemail here. It says, "I just want to set the record hiccup straight. You two characters hiccup is funnier than a one legged man at a paper hang contest. WTF, solid, pal. Fucking solid. Answer the damn phone, princess." And there's a picture of a phone. <laughs> at a right, we, paper hang up? At a, 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 a one. Let me, let me reread that. I wonder how many of those six, 600 year old beers he had that night. It's That's funnier awesome. than a one legged man at a paper hang contest. So I guess, like, if you only have one leg and you're doing a paper hang contest, you'd be kind of having a difficult time balancing, right? Like, like wallpaper. Yeah. Like if you want to hang some paper, you, you kind of want to have a good foundation. And so, you know, if you only have one leg, I live in ancient Egypt, why would I want to hang paper? That's, that's a good question. I have no idea. I've never seen a paper hang contest. They probably do that in like those Amish towns, like somewhere in Pennsylvania. You think, do, do they have paper? Well, I think they have paper. The only paper as long they as, need is like the Bible, right? That's that's it. As long as their paper is not, you know, electrified, then they can have paper. Like what are I, the ones that are allowed to use power? Those are uh, no. Those are the Mennonites. Yeah, Mennonites. Yeah, I think the Mennonites are the ones that are allowed to have power, and the Amish don't do the power thing. Do you remember there was a show called Amish Mafia back in the day? That might have been one of the worst shows that I ever watched. Like half an episode of that was so really? stu- that was so I, stupid I, I thought it was amazing that was like that was the peak of of these documentary channels 
doing like fake documentaries. Like, oh, this is real Amish life. There's an actual Amish mafia. Here's a show about it. And it's like all dramatized. It's, it's like so watching awesome. like the Sopranos, but for Amish people. And it's like not a quarter of as entertaining. Do you know what's funny about that show is those guys got paid a ton of money to do that. And I got paid like a quarter of a dollar an hour to have a real job. Well, you got to find your, your niche um, in terms of entertainment. You got to find something that's ridiculous like that. You got to well, get your 15 fi- minutes of fame. Dude, Finding Bigfoot, great show. No idea. You're, you're, you, you're off you in a different it. land you know now. You watched it. No, I have no. I, you watched it. I watch you more. I watch more documentary style shows now because uh, you know my girlfriend is a big fan of them, and so you know I watch a little bit more now than I used to. But it's damn sure not Amish mafia. It's like you know um, pseudo Indiana Jones stuff, or we watch a lot of like baking championships and things like that. Are you keeping up with the Kardashians? I am not. I, I well, at least not, at least not on like the cable side. I you know keep up with the the old films, but that's about the extent of it. Well, the old films, huh? Yeah, like I like to go back into the library and see the classics, the ones on the special websites. Yeah, the kind that flash and then infect your computer. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Wednesday night Pornhub troll is that what you're doing here? Uh, let's play another voicemail. What do you think? Go for it. All right. What's up, fuckers? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Just want to call and say y'all suck. Worst podcast ever. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> so I think he was saying we were the worst podcast ever, which, you know, I would agree. Uh, but the transcript said, y'all suck horse podcast. Like, we're a horse podcast. We talk about horses. Lots, lots of southern draws, apparently, on the old V-mail box. The old Southern draw ain't, ain't something that that phone number picks up too well, huh? Well, it's worst not podcast the, ever. That makes you the worst person ever if you still listen. It's uh, yeah, it definitely has a little bit of trouble here. Um, yeah, it, it does have some trouble with the twang. Although I wouldn't call that guy. Uh, I, he didn't sound too Southern to me. He sounded a little bit more like sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. He wasn't quite that. <laughs> He wasn't quite that Southern. <laughs> he wasn't quite that Southern, but hey, you know what? We're growing in popularity. That's that's a couple of voicemails now. Um, we do have one more we'll play in a, in a, in a few minutes here because that's kind of a discussion point. Maybe uh, it brings up a little prompt for us to talk, talk about, but um, I wanted to ask you... Um, you enjoy cooking a lot. I made a couple of steaks last night, a couple of ribeye steaks, and um, I don't have a grill because we live in, an, in a condo. We're kind of up high, and I haven't bought a, a grill for the outside yet. But what what is your preferred method of marinating a steak before you cook it, like, say, indoors? If you're going to do it on cast iron pan and, like, a, a, the oven, what do you like to do for, for marinating? I don't know. It, Italian dressing works. If, if you're going to do it like that, like I like who cooks a steak in, indoors. I do. Cause I live in a condo and I don't have a grill outside. There's, Go buy like a $30 Walmart charcoal grill and put it on your balcony. Well, I can't do that. Cause you can't have charcoal grills on the balcony. 
Now I can not? have I can have electric grills, and I think you can have a gas, but I'm not hauling a big ass gas grill up here. I'll, I'll just get a little electric. Well, you got a doorman. Just tip him. I don't want. I actually don't want to have char because then you got it. Then you have to clean it. Then you have to get rid of the charcoal. And we're on the 40th floor. I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. Just leave it open when when there's a hurricane. Well, we've been very fortunate with that so far this year, so that might not come around. Big windstorm. Just leave it open. It does get windy, but I would rather actually just have an electric until I have forever home, and then I'll get it. Then I'll get something like a charcoal or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't but you know, know who else? You know who else? Who who else cooks their steak indoors? No, steakhouses, and you pay a shitload of money for steaks there. And you know what they do? They cook them on a they cook them on a pan, or they cook them on a griddle, and then they put them in the oven. And that's what I've I do. Never been. I haven't been to a steakhouse in twenty years, dude. I cook it on a cast iron pan. I sear it on both sides, and then I put it in the oven for a couple minutes to finish it, mm-hmm. and it comes out great. Now, now, do you? So I saw it. They have that the cast iron pan that has like the uh, the channels in it, like grooves. Yeah, kind of like you're kind of like you're using a grill. Yeah, I have that, but I just I use the flat top. Hmm. And do they come out good? I thought they were fantastic, and so did my girl. You guys have terrible taste. I they were very good, and you know what? All I used was uh, olive oil, salt, salt and pepper, olive oil, salt, pepper, and garlic butter. Yeah, you don't even need the garlic. If it's a good enough steak, you don't need any of that. Well, you based it with I basted it with garlic butter. Like I, I melted butter in a little pot, and then I put a couple of cubes of garlic in there, and melted it down. And then while it was searing on the pan. Like I would tip the pan and get a spoon and then like spoon the butter over the steak. Yeah. The trick is trying to, trying to manage the time because I use a 450 degree oven. Um, and I'll probably only do maybe like two minutes on each side of the steak and then put it down into the, into the oven and take it out in like three minutes. And let yeah, see, it I wouldn't even do, I wouldn't even do two minutes. I would just, I would, I would mark it, mark it, cook it for five. Well, the reason I leave it on there is because I don't like putting my, I don't like putting my burner on the stove above like a little over medium. I don't because there's not a lot of great ventilation in a place like this. And so if you go up higher than that and you start cooking your steak on it, it'll start smoking. And so it'll just fill your entire place up with smoke unless you have some way to like pipe it out because the little little vent hoods in a condo aren't strong enough to deal with that so you got to take a a few minutes longer searing them on both sides because you're using just open the patio door because it's too it's where the kitchen is and where the patio door is like you'd have to set up a couple fans to pull it out where's the bathroom it's around the corner and that fan's not strong enough either none of the fans in the condo are strong enough for that so you got to stay. You know on what you need to do. We'll cook it outside. No, you need to move. Well, yeah, eventually. <laughs> like you just need to go. I use olive oil, salt, and pepper, and I use kosher kosher salt, and then the ground black pepper, and then use the garlic butter, and it came out great. Or just get on Uber Eats and and have you know to get Texas Roadhouse or Outback and deliver. No, I, uh, I'm very happy with the way I cook 
my steaks inside. But I wanted to know what, like, your method of, of marinating a steak, regardless of where you were going to cook it. Uh, so you said Italian dressing, so you just put it in a bag of Italian dressing, like put it in a, pl- a Ziploc bag and dump Italian dressing in there? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Like the zesty Italian, it, it helps break down the meat. I don't know. If I do venison, sometimes I like to do it like like in Worcestershire with onions. So I was looking at a thing that said what the components of a good marinade are. Because um, Worcestershire is always... Um, is always recommended that like a, maybe a soy sauce. And then you want something like with acid. So like, um, let's see. So you want fat, you want acid and you want seasonings. So your acid, you're going to be doing something like a, uh, a citrus juice or a vinegar. And buttermilk. That's the Italian dressing. They're saying buttermilk, which is weird. That's not one I've heard. Or yogurt. That sounds weird. Buttermilk. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to work from home tomorrow. I'm going to make pancakes. Make some buttermilk pancakes? Or waffles. There you go. Do you have a toaster oven for that? Or do you use the the push-down pop-up? I have a waffle iron. You have a waffle iron? That's a gigantic... Speaking of waste of space, that's a gigantic waste of space. It's only like this big. It's the size of the waffle. Do you have enough uh, cabinet room to fit a a stray waffle iron? Yeah. It's up with all the crock pots and the the food processor thing. Do you use your food processor? No, not yet. That's that one appliance that I'm like thinking about but I don't have any particular reason to get it yet. So that's, that's on the forever home appliance list. So like, like I like the idea of it for stuffed mushrooms. So you just need to get off our show right now with your stuffed mushrooms. What the hell is wrong with you, man? What do we live in the forest? Yeah, they're good, dude. What kind of, what kind of mushrooms do you use for your stuffed mushrooms? Regular mushrooms. What kind of regular? I don't know. The, 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 the round ones, they're not portobellas. They're like, big they're enough. Not steak ones, they're just the white ones. And they're big enough to stuff. Like, what do you stuff them with? So I do uh, Jimmy Dean sausage, Ritz crackers, onion, and the stems of the mushrooms. How big are these things? Because I'm they're thinking, not that what, big. Like, you, you always have leftover filling. When you're talking about, like, when you talk about regular mushrooms, when you say, I don't know, regular mushrooms, so I'm picturing in my head, like, the size of the mushroom that's, like, goes on a pizza. No. Yeah. So they're tiny. Yeah. They're, like, really small. They're, like. Yeah. But you, well, you get the, you you get the larger them? ones. Like shiitake mushrooms, like the really no, big ones? No, you get the, the pizza ones, and then you look for the larger ones. Uh-huh. And you carve, you carve them out? No, you just pull out the stem. Okay, so you, you, you treat them like a little bowl. Like a little yeah. finger-held bowl. Yeah. This is disgusting. This you don't sounds, like mushrooms? Uh, not really. I mean, especially not if I'm not going to get any kind of cool visuals out of it. If they're just normal-ass mushrooms, then you don't what get... What kind of cool visual are you looking for? If I'm going to eat fungus, I at least want to trip at the end of it. And this doesn't sound like you're tripping at the end of it. No, no, no. 
So no, I'm not going to eat those mushrooms. Now, maybe like, maybe if you bread them and fry them, then I'm, I might when I'm drunk because generally hey, you I'll, I'll eat anything I'm telling fried. You, man, like the Ritz crackers and the Jimmy Dean sausage make it worth it. This doesn't sound good at all. You don't like Jimmy Dean sausage? I do like Jimmy Dean sausage, but not inside of a mushroom. You can't even taste the mushrooms at that point. Well, yeah, because usually by the time you're done cooking them, you're about six or seven beers in. No. That are no, like no, no, 12 no. Florida ounces. Uh-uh. Yeah, 12 Florida ounces. What a hammerhead. We, like, 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 that just shows how bad we are to have people with that caliber calling in. That's I the, mean, that's wow. our clientele. That's our fan base right there. Wow. The, the kind that eats stuffed mushrooms with Jimmy Dean sausage and drinks lager bear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we, we got one more voicemail. Let's, let's listen to it and then we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Hey, me again. Fistful of old fashions will make me lose my mind and the memory. Hey, uh, I want to hear y'all talk about the latest style that's coming back into popularity. Uh, it is uh, denim, a.k.a. the tu- Canadian tuxedo. Love to hear your opinion on it. It's a great time. Take it from me. That's it. Y'all suck. Peace. The Canadian tuxedo, now that's not a term I've heard in quite some time. Uh, fortunately I live in a part of the country that, uh, people don't really wear that anymore. Um, but what I can say about people that wear all denim, denim on denim on denim. I'll tell you what, no, hold on, hold on, dude. No, 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 no. When, 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 when that was recognized, there weren't people in that area of the country that wore that at the time. Like there was one person. Well, I bet that person it just seems to me that if you're going to wear a full denim outfit that you probably Yelp a lot, like you probably like write a lot of Yelp reviews about restaurants and stuff. And I bet you get invited to like Yelper only clubs and, and nights and things like that. You probably wear sunglasses at night too. Well, I wear sunglasses at night because I live in Miami and it's cool to do that. Well, that and their prescription. And sometimes I forget like if I'm walking my dog late at night and I'm wearing my sunglasses because the sun's going down and it's really bright, then I'll forget and it'll be dark and I'll come home and I'll, have, I'll be wearing sunglasses so I look extra cool. Or like early in the morning and the sun's coming up and I'm walking the dog and I wear my sunglasses because they're prescription. So mm-hmm. let's not knock the sunglasses at night. No, no, we, we will continue to knock sunglasses at night. Well, I think I look cool. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else doesn't. Fair enough. They look at you like you're wearing a Canadian tuxedo. And writing a lot of Yelp reviews. Wasn't wasn't that there a flag on the back of that tuxedo too? Was there? I don't know. You tell me. Yes, I think there was. We should ask the caller to call in and tell us if there was a flag on the back of the Canadian tuxedo that he's talking about. Wow, that was a really embarrassing night too, I think. Well, not 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 that person's worst moment though. Much had much worse nights. I think the person you're talking about didn't she poop herself, or was well, it I'm, not I'm, quite I'm, that bad? No, I'm I'm talking about the person that that she was seeing at the time. That was not not their worst moment in our short 
time around each other. Well, that's on you because I, I was gone at that point. All I remember is hearing something about someone in a Canadian tuxedo pooping themselves. No, no, no. You were there. You were there for, for the, uh, the, the one special waitress. Uh-huh. Dude, I don't remember. I don't remember. Tell the story. Uh, it's good. That, really it's PG. good. That, it's good that you talk more on this show. Anyways, I'm talking too much. So tell the story. This is this is now the cynic, the Tommy Frank show for the next 15 minutes. Sit back, sit a, back, and enjoy. So there was a certain certain acquaintance, we'll say, that was uh, had some rough goes at it. Had a couple of rough rough nights, and I, I think he hooked up with a certain waitress without realizing what time of the month it was. Oh, so red wings. Yeah, it was worse than that. Brown wings. Well, I think, I think, uh, I think the plug got pulled after the deed was done. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep going. No, I'm, I'm good, man. Like, Like this poor bastard. I think that they, that fool was so drunk, didn't even realize it till the next morning. This is where the dicks hang out. That's pretty embarrassing. Um, the thing that you don't do in situations like that is tell other people. Like anybody. Yeah, ever. because you never know when, like, eight years down the road, a couple of morons might have a show that, like, averages 18 people listening and uh those 18 people now know that um you that's know, not even the worst thing that i've ever heard though from that person no from uh, no from him yeah yeah that was the worst all right fair enough he was proud of that though i think i've i've heard of weird things to be proud of that's not one of them really that's not no, on my that, list that, of that, like that, things to be proud of that was it. Yeah, but we were out of control then too, remember? Well, y'all were. I think I slept with every bartender from from like three miles away back to my house at one point. Well, they are the friendliest people. Like they pay the most attention to you. So it's only natural. And I was like, I'm the worst client. You've seen it. Well, yeah, because you're you're very um you you give off the I don't give a shit vibe, which which really attracts the waitress because they're trying to f- see if they can fix you. You know you can't you can't fix this. They want they want to fix you. That's what it is. Bro- broken. So they get to you know they come up and they start having a conversation with you and then you respond with knock knock. Who's there? Big old boner in my underwear. That's what happens. Oh, and then next thing you know, you're sleeping with every, you know, every bartender in the Charleston area. Yeah. And then my last night was, was, was the one from, from our favorite bar where that weirdo used to go in there and hit the box. That bar doesn't exist anymore. By the way, this used to be a place called Parson Jack's in the West, Ash- West Ashley neighborhood of Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, they had an open mic night there. And, um, you know, some people were good. Some people weren't. And then there was this douchebag that all he, all he played was, was a, like a wooden box. Like that was his instrument. He just banged on the box. 
He was a douche too. And he came off like a total, not, not that there was anything wrong with him beating on the box, but he just came off like a douche. Like he just was a douche to everyone around him. And then he would get up on stage and bang a box. And then like someone else would come up there and, and start singing a song and they were doing it, just playing their guitar and singing their hearts out. And next, thing you know, this guy sneaks up behind him and starts banging on the box. Like you want to beat. Like it, at that point, you just take the box out and run it over, you know, just go trash the box. But that place was dog themed and the waitresses and bartenders would wear um, kind of the old, like kind of the, the, the schoolgirl uniform with the short skirt and like the high, the knee high socks. This place doesn't exist anymore, which kind of sucks. Yeah. We never went there sober. No, we didn't. I mean, we were always at that sushi place and we drinking hot sake like water. Yeah. Thankfully they were really close to each other. That's a shame, really. I used to really like that place. Well, it's because the owner was a Gators fan, and you guys could talk about it. Permanently closed. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at where it used to be. It had a nice little outdoor area where you could bring your dog. I didn't have a dog at the time, but it would be cool to have a dog and bring it there. I brought my dog there. Yeah. on everything. Well, it's supposed to. It's a dog. That's what dogs do. No, no, no. He literally peed on everything. He could. That's buddy. There weren't a, the oh, nice yeah. thing about that place was it was a restaurant, so you got good food. The food was okay for a bar. It was pretty good food. Um, so there wasn't a lot of um, there wasn't a lot of riffraff. It was quiet in terms of the dumbasses. Like there were dumbasses, but none of them fought. None of them got into stupid fights like some of the other places. Like there was yeah. a, there was a one around the corner that was like a NASCAR themed bar and that people got in fights there like every week. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I, I'm i not into that. Like, I don't want to go to a bar where people are fighting. Like I'll move out. Were you out there west. with me the one night? I, I think maybe we went there once when there was a fight. I know that I went oh, there at no. least by myself once where there was a fight. Oh, you were there by yourself. I, I, so you must've left that I was in there by myself. And some lady was so sloppy drunk playing pool that she almost fell down. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm done. I'm going home. So she jumped in front of my car and started screaming at me. And I was like, bitch, you almost just died. Like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Otherwise, I will hit you. I was wondering, I was thinking that story was going to end up with someone being in a fight. No, 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 no. Not, I didn't get into a fight that night. I almost got into a fight another night. Like a, like a Sunday afternoon I was in there. See, that's that's when you know it's a trashy bar is when people are getting in fights and it's Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but I have a punch me face, dude. I already told you. Well, yeah, but you don't like, like you do have a punch me face, but you don't talk really to anybody. So then there should be no reason for anybody to want to punch you. So so, so the, the, the biggest problem with that, right? So like I just want to sit there and, and, and kind of do what I'm doing. But the bartenders and, and you know, they're, they're all very attractive women always you know because i don't want to talk to them always seem like they wanted to talk to me and that just pissed off everybody else that was in love with the bartenders and i'm just trying to watch a nascar race like what the hell yeah like you're not asking for phone numbers you're asking for the controller to the tv that's above exactly and and the newspaper yeah so you can draw mustaches on whoever's on the front page of the newspaper oh we did that too didn't we 
that was a regular occurrence with you. I was, okay. that, yeah, we did that at Parson Jack's all the time. You like stacking newspapers and you're just drawing pictures on people's faces on the newspaper. Was it offensive? No, I think the bartenders I, loved it. I mean, obviously, if you were sleeping with all of them in the area, they must have. Oh, that well, the one, yeah. You're a tortured soul, and they want to they want to find the inner you. Like you, you have yeah. this hard shell, and they want to break through that shell and get to the part on the inside that's exactly as dark as the part on the outside. You know, and I saved that one. That was like my my like my last. I had like three days left in Charleston. Because you know, you like you, you never fool where you where, where your regulars are. Because then you know, if it turns bad, you'll never go back. When's the last like, time you talked to any of these women from Charleston? Do you do you still have them in your phone? No, no. I got I, I got an email from the one the beat ups girl. Uh huh. Now uh, let me tell you. The, that, the funny part about becoming a regular at Buffalo Wild Wings, at least this one, uh, this was one of the last ones that you could still smoke at. And so it had like the bar area was still smoking. But like you go into a Hooters and they're relatively attractive women that work at the Hooters. The, the ones at Buffalo Wild Wings were, were not. They were the ones that couldn't get hired at Hooters. And, and so the, you the got one. a Well, there were, Two. there were a couple. There were a couple, but for the most part, they weren't really, there wasn't any that, that stuck out, you know, I kind of felt bad because it's all dudes in there and they want to be entertained. And so they're stuck watching what's on TV. Yeah. They were trying to be entertained and we were there for the dollar beers. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you still drink or go anywhere where you can drink a beer out of a pitcher? No. So that was like the thing. Before I uh, went off on my travels and I was, grow, you know, finishing my late youth in Orlando before the, everything changed, and then all the the places that I would go in Orlando would sell beer by the pitcher, and a good deal on a pitcher of beer was five dollars. Yeah. So five dollars for like an amber bock or um, like a cheap beer or something that would give you just a massive headache in the morning. And I'm starting to see now a couple of places around that are starting to serve beer and pitchers again. What? So do you remember like like there'd be like five minutes left to happy hour, and they'd like triple us up before the end of happy hour? Yeah, I drank light there because I didn't really want to get stupid in a place like that. There was it was too bright. <laughs> there was too many people. There were too many big screens everywhere. I didn't want to get stupid in a place like that. Yeah, but we just played trivia. Yeah, I do kind of miss getting the crusty old trivia box um, that probably hadn't been wiped down in like six months. It looked like yeah, a, it's like amazing a how conscious say. you are of that now, right? Yeah, now. Like like back in the day, like people could spill beer on it or, or spit all over it, and you'd be like, "All right, just give me that box." Now, now, like you finish washing your hands and you use the paper towel that you dried your hands with to open the doors from the bathroom. I've gone to uh, I think three Buffalo Wild Wings since that that one, um, and none of them have trivia on the screens anymore. There's no more Buzz Time trivia in there. Well, COVID probably killed it. I don't think it was 
still a thing before that. Like, I think it was winding down before that. Yeah. And you were really good at it too, right? Well, they had some pretty easy questions. It's a lot of just current events and pop culture shit. Yeah. But I think you ranked really high at one point. I, I don't remember what, but I was for one, one round, I think I was like in the, in the hundreds or something, considering that it was everyone in the country that was playing at that time. That was pretty good. Yeah. But didn't you have that app on your phone? I did. I did. And I was tracking it and um, yeah. that, that was forever and a day ago. Yeah. That was the only thing to do because you couldn't look at the waitresses. They weren't pretty, you know, they were funky looking. After enough pictures, they were pretty. Not with what I was drinking. I was drinking like Michelob Ultra, so it would have taken like six or seven pitchers to get drunk on Didn't that. Didn't you have a night with one? You did. Uh, no. You dated one. No, I was rejected. The one with the brown tooth rejected me. Oh, that says something about you. I know. That's. I had to go do some soul searching after that. That was a long weekend. Like, damn, that bitch is ugly and she still said no? Yeah, and she had a, <laughs> a brown tooth. I got to shift shift my priorities here. Y'all were the start winners. Going after blind women. I was too nice. Like I was too happy. Like y'all were y'all were the somber ones and then you know, ATL was the was the adventurous one. Like he was the he was the one that would talk to anyone that moved. Oh, he was bad, dude. He, he didn't, didn't just care. talk to him. He didn't care. Like if they if they had a pulse, they were on the radar. He was just looking for a wet, war, a warm, wet spot. Yeah, and you know, good for him. Good for him. It worked. Do you remember the night we were we were out getting sushi, and then he went downtown and somebody stole his motorcycle. Uh, which well, was probably the safest thing for the city of Charleston that night. Because we had drank three bottles of sake. Yeah. The place that we used to get sushi at had a contest where, you know, if you ate like, I think a level 10 roll or something, you got a, you got a picture taken. I think it was on the, um, yeah, man versus food. Yeah. It was on there one time. Y'all were the sake drinkers. I, I wasn't really into sake at the time. I would just sit and drink my Sapporo or Kirin or whatever the hell it was. Remember there. he he ordered the, the the number eight heat and they came out with a waiver? <laughs> <laughs> they made him sign a medical waiver. And then that night, you know, leads to the beginning part of the story. Yeah, right right to the beat the box people. <laughs> because we we always pick the same night, man. Yeah. We always went the same night of the week. Yeah, it was nice to be predictable like that. That was the last time we really had like a nice Seinfeld-like group going out all the time. Oh, we were fucking hammerheads. Yeah, we were the heavy hitters. We used to call ourselves the heavy hitters. We were a bunch no, of alcoholics. Never, you might have called us that. I never once said that in my life. <laughs> the heavy hitters. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, maybe we were hitting it too hard. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I definitely was. You have autism. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, we were we were completely out of control, though. This is this is what happens when you start to get old and you remember all the times of things that you shouldn't have done and wonder how the hell you made it as far as you did, just to get to a point where you're complaining about 
a concert you bought tickets for and not even staying for it. Where, so were you at the Miami VFW the night the kid bought the shot and then threw up in the garbage can? I was not. Yeah, well, you missed out because that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. The Miami VFW is still not reopened yet. Yeah, you said that. That's terrible. I know. I've I've lived here now for two years, and I've missed all that time. And, like, literally, yeah, my, my girlfriend lived in the same building as, as the VFW. Like, literally, it was in my girlfriend's condo building, and it it's not open, and they're redoing it. But they're redoing it with, like, VFW funds, which means it's going to take, like, four years. But... Well, how far are you from that now? Uh, like a 20-minute drive. So it, far. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not a hops given a jump. It's, it's in Miami Beach. I live in Miami. Like, it's two different cities. Yeah. Like, it's, we're separated by a really long bridge. Called the Causeway? Yes. The, the one where uh, the guy got his face eaten off by the bath salt guy. Hilarious story, by the way. Yeah, it was right in the middle of the Causeway, in front of God and everybody. <laughs> I'm going to eat your face. Okay, that works. Yeah, I haven't heard too much about bath salts since. Said so they did that, and then there were Tide Pods, right? That was the other thing, where kids were, like, drinking laundry detergent or something. Well, I think that was, like, one challenge that was kind of a joke, and then people ran with it. There were a couple people that ate some Tide Pods, but I don't think it was as widespread as we like to joke and make it seem like. It was like the president saying to huff Lysol. Yeah. I mean, some people tried it, I'm sure. I think a couple people died from it. Well, you know, somebody had to look at, at, at like peyote or, or marijuana back in the day and go, I bet if you set that on fire and inhaled it, it would be good. Like, you never know until you try. But, but you know, like the, the, the person that wanted to know found a dummy to try it for him. Well, yeah, obviously you need a, you need someone to do it. You don't do it right away. You always, you want to be the second person. You don't want to be the first third. You, why don't you want to be the second? Why? Because you, you want the first and the second to figure out the bugs. And then you always want to be the third. You don't think the, just the first person will find the bug? No. Okay. So we'll go, we'll go with the third. You have to be the third. Why not? Exactly. So what's good with you? What's new? Oh, you know, pretty slow week. I'm digging it. I don't like to be too busy getting on the road a little bit more. Finished, uh, you know, feeling sorry for myself and yeah, just get on the road and I don't have anything important to tell you. I, I lead a so very you, predictable you and boring life. What'd you do over the weekend? What did I do over the weekend? I, I watched the Yankees smash the shit out of my Rays twice. I know it was great. I, I know that's what you were inching towards. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you get phenomenal. a a bad one, bad start from Corey Kluber, which rarely ever happens, and then some poor kid that is probably never yeah. going to pitch in the big leagues ever again. Seven straight base hits in the first inning. You know what happens? It sucks. It was not, a bad. Not very often. It's a bad time for the for it to happen. But you know what? We're gonna and we're then, we're gonna tank for number six. Sunday's game was under a long rain delay, right? Yeah, that was that was like an hour and a half. Like it started and then it stopped. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. Yeah, and then I went back and I was like, wait, they're they're still in the second inning? What the hell happened? 
the worst thing that we the worst thing about those two losses this weekend was not so much that y'all won. It was more the fact that we gave you guys confidence again, which is like the opposite of what we wanted to do. So now the division is pretty much out of the question, considering we have the toughest schedule remaining of any baseball team left. Um, you have to you, you, you get the Jays right on your your heels. Too, well, right? we 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 lost last night in heartbreaking fashion, but we did win game one of the doubleheader today. Uh, we're about to start up again here in about five minutes, ten minutes for game two. But here's the thing: like we're 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 clear of Baltimore, which is good. So if we need to either be wild card number one or wild card number three, those are the only two options. I don't want to be wild card number two. Wild card number three. You're Baltimore. Yeah, by like five or six games. Are you sure? It's like last I checked, it was like four and a half, something like that. What's your record? I don't know. I don't have it offhand. You're fucking useless. But we're we're clear enough that I think we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're six in the, the loss column. Yeah, so we're fine. It's just a matter of whether or not we want to be number one wild card or number three. We just don't want to be number two. Yeah, yeah. Because number three, you go play Cleveland, which is not yeah. that not that bad. Number one, you play all three games at home. Oh wow, Toronto's close. Yeah, we just swapped with them. Like we were up a half game, then we lost last night. We were down a half game. Now we're up a half game again. Well, now you're up a game. And I think Seattle has probably took, taken over number one. 79-61, 79-62. Yeah, we'll be fine. But it was heartbreaking this weekend to see. Well, I didn't even watch them. I, got, I, I, I watched the first couple innings, and then I, I turned it off. I can't watch that shit. I, there's no point in watching your team just get hammered. Oh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Instead, I watched... I watched the Buccaneers take care of the Cowboys on Sunday night, which made me happy. Did you actually watch that? I did. I stayed up and watched the whole thing. I watched. Hey, uh, did you see the gift that the NFL gave us? The uh, the Jets. Oh no no the Jets the Jet. I told you my season's over. So so you know Thursday night football last week was on NBC. You know it was a great thing. Yep. It's the only game on regular TV all year. Thursday night football for the rest of the year is on prime video, which means you won't even stumble into a bad football game. Like you actively have to go find it. Well, if, if the Thursday night games are going to be bad games, they're not starting out with a good example because this Thursday night is a great game. Who is it? It's the chargers and the chiefs. That's a, that's a damn good game. Yeah. Not really. I, would, I mean, I would watch that. That's a damn good game, especially considering I have Herbert starting in one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, see, that's it. That's the hook. They got you on fantasy. I don't do fantasy anymore. I mean, that and it's just going to be a good game. Yeah, like, that's just a very good game. Like it two, It's a divisional game with two incredibly good good teams. But I think I told you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm less and less into football. I mean, I still, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy watching it, and, and and it matters. Like, it does make a huge difference when your team is not competing. Like, if your team is competing, then you're a lot more interested in it. And you're and when Dude, when you I go was, such I, a long time without your team competing, like you have, I mean, then like I did before with the Bucks before Brady rolled around. You know, it makes it makes such a huge difference. Well, so I was more into the NASCAR race in Kansas. Like, it was just 
I watched the whole race. I, I don't know. Who won? Bubba Wallace. Oh, no shit. He actually knows how to win races? Well, yeah, I mean, him and Russ Chastain wrecked my driver, but, I mean. He can't have that way many too hard victories. at the beginning of the race. How many, how many victories do you think he has total in his career? Like two, three? Yeah, he has two. Two, that's it? Yeah. Man, and they, and they profile him like, like he's the next god of NASCAR. Yeah, well, no, they don't. He won, he won Talladega last year, and then he won Kansas. Yeah, two. I mean, he had a documentary on ESPN, the app, whatever. Like, there's a lot of stuff about him. Yeah, but, so, so, but that makes sense, though. Because, like, like he's an African-American driver, and that's big. Because. He's not the first. No, no, not even close. Exactly. There's nothing groundbreaking about him driving a car. But, but, well, he's in good equipment, so that is groundbreaking. If he's not the the first one, and he's not dominating, then there's nothing special about it. He's just a guy that drives. I, I can't. I can't remember the guy's name, and I felt so bad for him because it was the most stereotypical thing I've ever seen. Like the last African American that raced in NASCAR drove the waste management car. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to laugh at that, but that's funny. It's sad, but it's funny. Like dead, dead, dead ass joke. serious, it's, dude. It's a joke. That's a bad joke. It's not a joke. Look it up right now. No, I mean I believe you, but I'm saying it comes off like a joke. Like it's funny, and I, I don't want to laugh at it because it's bad. But it's it it is funny. Like it's so bad that it's funny. Like it crosses over bad and then gets into like okay, that's just comical. Oh yeah, the, like 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 the most stereotypical thing I've ever heard. Like like I I, and he was a good driver. Uh, I know there's been there's and been it, a few. There's been a few. So that, that, it's, that, it's like, this that like he it just to me. There's nothing special about him he's just a driver and not well, he just whines and not a very good one like it's it'd be a different if he was competing all the time i mean hey it's nice that he won what like you said that's like his second one and he's been driving now for like five six years so i mean what's special i i i was not happy he won because him and the one car were racing way too hard early in the race and cut across four scars nose and put him in the wall not happy yeah Oh well, I mean, we've reached the end of uh, of our of our time. If we're going to go start getting into NASCAR, that's that's when I leave. Why? I just can't. I can't do NASCAR anymore. I try. I watch. I watch Daytona if I remember, and then that's it. Well, you're going to watch NASCAR Saturday night, right? Probably not. It's Bristol. Uh, I mean, There'll be fights. I'm probably not going to watch it. Oh, well, if there a, a, next week, tell me if there's fights, and then I'll go onto YouTube and I'll watch the fights. So our caller was right. You suck. I do suck. Hey, callers, please tell us we suck some more because you're a logger bear. That was the, that was the most honest voicemail I think we've ever gotten. What kind of beer label was he reading? What a hammerhead. Well, I, I have no idea, but it's in, it's served in Florida ounces. So yeah, your 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 job for for next show is to uh, is to give us a report on Saturday night's NASCAR race. I'll be watching like a baking championship of some sort. Well, last round or last race of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, but it never ends though. Like the the they they do their well, NASCAR. No, it does end. They go they do their NASCAR playoffs and then and then they just go right along and do another race like a month later. No, no, it was two months, three months. 
So they don't race for three months? Yeah, so so the last race is what? The week before Thanksgiving and President's Day is Daytona. Yeah, February. It's longer than a month, pal. Oh, whatever. It seems like a month to me. It's like golf. Golf never really stops. Yeah. They have playoffs and then they have like a championship and all that, but then they just turn around and play again in a couple of months. Yeah. Hey, so so you you know what I find funny? So I noticed it the other day. Uh, you know, I I, I I like to read the New York Post and the Times and the Daily News, just try to find the middle. The New York Post always has a spot about embarrassing Florida arrests. Always. Yeah, because the, sun, the sunshine laws. Huh? Sunshine laws. What are the sunshine laws? The reason Florida man is a thing, and we've talked about this in an earlier episode of this podcast, is because Florida arrest records are public knowledge. So, oh, yeah, but whenever a, a journalist doesn't have anything else to write about and they have a deadline, they just open up the arrest records in Florida and pick random Florida man does something. But so are other states, dude. I, 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 was, I was literally on the phone one night talking to a girl I was seeing at the time. And the last words she said to me were, oh, fuck. And she hung up. And I couldn't get in touch with her the rest of the night. So the next day I woke up for work and I, I, I Googled the state that she lived in, you know, arrests. There she was, arrested. And that's the last time you talked to her. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, that pretty much <laughs> did that. That was a DUI possession. Like, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're well, gonna you're... we're gonna we're gonna wrap up for the night. That's 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 enough fun for one night. And uh, that's you... not fun. That was a true. Yeah, <laughs> that was a true story, dude. I was just like, wait, what? Call call us with your true stories and and tell us some things. Seven two seven four one six zero six one three. Send us an email. Techwipe at protonmail dot com. And uh, you know, don't don't use don't use hillbilly language unless you have to. Hey, have I ever, I, I had never told you that story before, had I? Yeah, you did tell me once. All right. Well, the way that people talk around here, I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just mountain talk. You got to pull up this uh, Don LaGreca Cajun Don. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get some clips from him for the next show. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should pull up his famous rant where he says... He goes ballistic on the Mets, and he goes, they killed Gil Hodges. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, send us, send us a voicemail, send us an email, and we'll, we'll play it on the show. And uh, for, uh, for Tommy Frank, say goodbye, buddy. Later. All 18 he is. Skank, fucking skanks, fucking skanks.